Welcome to another edition of the Books and Culture podcast with John Wilson, who's the editor of Books and Culture, and I'm Stan Guthrie. John, today we'll be looking at the July-August issue, and a friend who's been with you for many years contributing to the magazine. Yeah, Stan, later today or tomorrow, Jennifer and I are sending the July-August issue to the printer, and... That would be Jennifer McGuire? Yes, our (laughs) art director. When I was working on the issue... I was looking at one of the pieces, which is a review by Frederica Matthews Green of a book by Rod Dreher called The Little Way of Ruthie Lemming, A Southern Girl, A Small Town, and The Secret of a Good Life. As I was reading her review for the last time, because we have a final run through the issue, I started thinking about all the pieces that she had done for books and culture over the years, and I thought, you know... It would be interesting to go back and just find out how many pieces she's done and what they were. And so I went on our website. I mean, I have the physical issues, but to track something like that down, fortunately, we have our website. And by my count, this piece in the July August issue is her 14th piece for the magazine. And it goes back to the very first issue. Mm. And then she also has one that is going to be coming out down the road a bit on beekeeping. But it was fascinating to, in a sense, see the history of the magazine through the eyes of one contributor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let me just read you the titles of the pieces okay. that she's done. The very first one was a piece called Through a Glass More Clearly. Mm. And it was about icons and also a little bit about how she and her husband, Gary, who was an Episcopal priest, how they converted to Orthodoxy. Mm -hmm. And it has one of the strongest beginnings of any piece we've ever published. I'll read it to you. Jesus is lying on his side on my dining room floor, leaning against the radiator, balanced on one finger and one toe like a gymnast. He is flattened, just a sheet of painted plywood, And from pointed toe to the tip of his halo, he is about four and a half feet tall. For protection, for storage, Jesus is swathed in a blue tablecloth that has been knotted around his ankles and pulled up over his head. When I push the cloth aside, I can see his form, a crucified body without a cross. He floats in misery, head sunk forward toward one shoulder, eyes tightly shut, face brimming cup full of pain. That's the way that um, that piece, and which is still one of my favorites of all the many pieces we've done over the years, but I won't give the dates of the subsequent ones, but her next piece right after that was one called The Baltimore Book Dump, and then The Women of Disney. The subject was noses, poetry for dummies, good for the soul. What heresy? Question mark. The Meaning of Christ's Suffering, Ungawa, with an exclamation point, (laughs) Hee-haw, Holy Hegemony, The Holy Gaze, and Pray Without Ceasing. One thing that struck me as I was looking at that, and it says the range of subjects says something about Frederica herself, and just to give you an example, there's a little bit from the piece about the Baltimore book dump. And Rod Dreher, that piece was published many years ago in November, December 1995. And she describes 
Rod as my young friend, Rod. Mm -hmm. And she tells how he had taken her to a favorite bookstore of his. And they had sat on high stools at a small sticky square of yellow wood buffeted by alternative rock flowing from the excellent sound system. (laughs) And Frederica chose, at Rod's suggestion, a designer beer that the menu described as fruity and complex. (laughs) So so that was when she visited Rod in Washington. And when Rod visited her in Baltimore, returning the favor, she took him to her favorite book place. Across the street from the Friend General Store and Love Nest Package Liquors, The bulky one-story building fills nearly a city block. It is painted rosy beige with deeper brown trim and topped with romantic crenellations. The orange metal sign bolted to the wall reads, Baltimore Department of Finance, Bureau of Purchases, Warehouse Number (laughs) 9. But those familiar with its charms eschew the formal title. We call it the Baltimore Book Dump. (laughs) But... What struck me as I was looking over these was not only Frederica's individual sensibility, but the way in which the pieces, without any sense of strain, ranged from consideration of Tarzan, especially the Tarzan movies, that was Ungawa, to the meaning of Christ's suffering, in which she reflects on the orthodox understanding of the atonement Mm -hmm. and how it's different in some respects from the prevailing view in the Western church over the last millennium. That piece was inspired in part by Mel Gibson's film, The Passion of the Christ. And in a sense, it's intended as a kind of counter to that, a different way of thinking about Christ's suffering. I think that a lot of times people who are not believers at all who look at the world that you and I and Frederica and others inhabit in our various ways, different streams of the faith, but they think that for us there's some kind of bracketing, there's some kind of division where we're preoccupied with things that are religious. That's the religious sphere, the private sphere. Like people are often talking about it. Well, now, yeah, that's all right if you want to do it in private or something like mm-hmm. that. Just don't, just don't bring it out in public, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And... Actually, that's not true. For us, it's all part of one reality. And I think at its best, the magazine, Books and Culture, embodies that in an unforced way, the way that Frederica's wonderful writing does. And it just gave me a great joy. I wasn't at all planning on rereading all the pieces, not that I thought I wouldn't enjoy them, but I was busy and I was just going to look up and jot down when they appeared. And then I said, well, I just got to take a look at this. And then I read the start of one piece. And as soon as I read the start, I had to, so I ended up reading them all. Mm -hmm. And uh, anybody who is a subscriber, if you want to spend some very pleasant time, I would encourage you to go to the website and check some of those pieces out. And of course, if you're not a subscriber, why not? (laughs) (laughs) So does Frederica know that you're giving her this tribute? No, no, she doesn't. Well, she does now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I could say much more than we have room for, and I could have said much more in the issue than I had room for, but I hope it will send some people back to those pieces. But also, as I said, it really gave me a sense of joy from the sweep of what we've done. Thank you, John. Thanks, Dan. And thank you, Frederica. Amen. Amen.